Hey friends, how are you? Welcome back to the Y Experience with your host, JJ Cannon. And today we have an absolutely fantastic special guest for you. You know, like all the times we always start our show out and say, uh, you know, how great our week went. And my week was fantastic last week as well as the weekend. It was Father's Day. So to all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. I uh, spent a little bit of time, actually a lot of time with my, uh, with my kids and uh, my wife and I encourage all of y'all to uh, do the same. So today with our special guest, we are actually in the field and in shop with Mr. Johnny Dang himself, King of Bling. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you. How you doing? Uh, doing great, Johnny. That's good. Great, good great to, to see you. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. you have been you know, behind the scenes, you know, for quite some time, but really everybody has seen your work. They just might not know where it had come from, nice. but uh, you were getting heavy exposure. You were getting heavy <laughs> exposure you. here this past year. And so yeah. thank you so much for letting me come into your house I and, thank you. just, and yeah. uh, share with our audience uh, who Johnny Dang is. And so, you know, it's king of playing. Uh, I've been in business for 22 years. Yeah. And uh, I have a, of course, my first shop is Uptown. And right here, the location is one of my, uh, I just built, I've been having this for only three years, uh, for the past three years. And then now uh, we do production, manufacture, and sell at the same spot. Yeah. But a lot of people know me by uh, of course do a lot of custom jewelry also grill for the celebrities right you know like rappers right and actors yeah so, and so uh, friends if he's the guy that came created. up with yeah who created the grills and so mm -hmm. if you've seen some of uh, the artists on television and their grills are all blinged out with mm -hmm. gold and diamonds mm -hmm. this is the man, mm. Mr. Johnny Dang. And so, mm. Johnny, I really want to understand, and so does our audience, your origins. Like, are you a Texas native? Are you from Houston, Texas, or? Um, I originally, uh, I came from Vietnam. I was born and raised in Vietnam. I came here in 1996. And so, so what was it like in Vietnam? Were you a... Uh, were you a student of jewelry making yourself, or? Uh, it was tough though because um, you know I was born right before the Vietnamese uh, Vietnam War finished, like nineteen ninety five. Mm -hmm. So right as as the war finished from ninety five to um, seventy five to mm -hmm. eighty five, that's mm -hmm. the years it was real tough for a lot of Vietnamese, especially us mm -hmm. uh, as a young kid. So uh, we grew up. We grew up a really tough life with the, like no power, no electrician condition. It's very tough yeah. when when I was a kid. So, um, but uh, after that, I went. Uh, I finished college in Vietnam, and then I went to study how to make jewelry. But like old school, like Vietnamese jewelry style. Mm -hmm. It's not like over here. Mm -hmm. so, so there's a difference. Most difference. Ah. Most of Vietnamese jewelry only 24 categories, 22 24 categories, mm -hmm. and the equipment, the style is totally different though. So mm -hmm. I, I just went there. I just most most I study in Vietnam was just, just idea. Mm -hmm. uh, what is 18 category, 
what is a 24 karat gold. Mm -hmm. But when I came here, I went to work at the jeweler and started like beginning. Mm -hmm. And so you went to college in Vietnam. Yeah. And, and then you went to jewelry school. Right. After finish college, instead of go to work, I just went to the... Well, was jewelry ever part of your pathway? Like as a young man, mm -hmm. were you like, you know what? I, I want to be a jeweler. Of course, every every kid, the jewelry is present in Vietnam. If you're a jeweler or you have a jewelry store, they present for rich. Only rich people can afford to have a jewelry store. So when I was a kid, dream my dream is just my dream just to work for jewelers. I never thought that I can be able to be a jewelers, a popular jewelers can be could be able to open a jewelry shop right now. You know. Yeah. But um, I in Vietnam, is jewelry is like it's very expensive. It's, it's not a lot of people can afford to wear jewelry as a as a fashions. Right. You know that that's one of the stumbling blocks that I think we see some of our youth make is yeah. the willingness to be an apprentice, like yeah. the willingness to go learn from somebody else before they actually go out. They just want to like hit the track and hit you know hit the finish line before they even start the race and so it sounds like that's what you did you became an apprentice and you learned the business a little bit right and that's, that's why i started it yeah mm. and so when did you get this idea of maybe coming to coming to the states or coming to america was that always again something that you wanted to do or um, how did that opportunity happen for you it's just really honestly to me it's really a dream come true um, when we just came here with me and my brothers, uh, of course, my dad came here in about 1985, 86, mm -hmm. and then he immigrated us here. He sponsored us, me and my mom and my brothers, mm -hmm. Kevin, Jimmy, and my mom. Mm -hmm. So when we all came here in 1996, um, we, did, we just came here, we started working, trying to make money. Uh, go again to college mm -hmm. and scenario no juries. Mm -hmm. It's just opportunity. Since I know a little bit about juries, so I went to flea market to help my cousins. Mm -hmm. So that's it, the very first six months that bring to me the opportunity the, to learn. The first six months I should learn to adapt with all equipment, how to use a tool, mm -hmm. how to use a touch. Because the touch, the, the welder is totally different from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Of course, well, we, we went to college and then jewelry just a part-time. So after I went there, learned, so I feel this, this is what I like to do. Mm -hmm. You wanted a conf confirmation and make sure that, hey, this is long-term for long me. Long-term for us. So you started at, uh, at one of the, the local flea markets, right? working with uh, your cousin, yeah. who, who was a jeweler. Yes. Right. Oh man, I bet you he's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I always tend to him and uh, because of him. So I went there for six months. I, my first paycheck is $500. Yeah. That's I remember for life because that's my first $500 I ever make since I came to America, you know, yeah. for, for six months. And after that, uh, he had a two shop mm -hmm. in flea market. So he gave me, I bought one of them and said, okay, let me run one of the shop. We talk about the shop, but there's actually only one table with the background 
one board, you know, the curtain. Right. So it's considered a shop. It is actually only one table to do repair. Uh -huh. So uh, he got two of them. So he gave me, he sold to me one of them. And I should make the payment plan for him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you paid him off. Yeah, he paid him off for a while. So, um, and then I start do the repair myself on in that you know different days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so you take the you take the jewelry, you repair them, and and you'd give it back. So, was there was there a uh, you know something that really stood out for you? Like what really transitioned for you that? That you came out of the uh, the flea market and you went to do something else, like you started your shop there in Sharpstown. I'm sure there was some time there. Honestly, the just because I think the working her and to um, when I just came here, honestly, back to back to Vietnam when we was a kid. Even when I was in, I came here. I already 23 years old. So from 18, 17 to 23 years old, most of that age, most of my friends. Even we try to work, we don't have a job to do mm -hmm. back home. Mm -hmm. We try to work to earn some money is much more difficult. And when I was a kid, I went to car after school. We went to forest to collect the wood mm -hmm. to to fish, just to to feed ourselves, just to just sell to money, eat. Just, just to, to stay eat, alive. just to stay alive. So wow. so to make money, just enough to eat. That's already the place. So when we came here, we not only make enough to pay rent, but we have extra. Mm -hmm. So that's make us motivate us to work harder and harder. And so what did you do with that extra money? Did you go buy a big uh, <laughs> diamond ring or would you Honestly, go? Honestly, the first couple of years when I started, I never really get my paycheck. I work for flea market because flea market only three days, okay. right? Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday. Mm -hmm. Actually, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. And from the rest of the day, I went to work with another jewelry shop. Mm -hmm. So I, I um, they pay me thirty-five dollars a day. Mm. So from Monday to Friday, I work with the, the different jewelry place. Mm -hmm. So I never went at the end of the week. I did not. I I did not even collect my check. Mm -hmm. So I yield the money, the salary that they pay me. I bought the gold from the same shop. Okay. So I use that gold to bring to flea market to sell it, uh -huh. or to use the gold to do the nameplate repair. So that's how I started. Because of course, when I started, we we don't have money. You know, we did, the whole family really didn't have money to put the sale because mm -hmm. most of the beginning we just repair, make money. After that, I collect whatever my paycheck. I turn to the gold and use the gold make a couple of small necklace nameplate to put on this place. That's how I did it. Mm -hmm. So I saved all my money, saving money. So you were reapplying. Funny. So whatever you were making, you were reinvesting in Johnny Dang. In Johnny Dang. Yeah. That's exactly how you started. And and from and you were making bracelets and rings and mm. was it flashy? Was it big or was uh, it no, just not product really. that it just, would move? It just just to move it very small because flea market they did not spend that a lot of money most. Of, most of the money I make it on repair, mm -hmm. like fit the jewelry, reset the diamond, put the name play. Mm -hmm. And then after flea market, I went to Shoptow. I I opened another shop mm -hmm. in Shoptow. So you say that's where so I started. So when you, when you were taking that money and you were reinvesting and and creating the 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 return that you were getting on that, you were saving. 
because you had bigger dreams. Right. You, you knew that, hey, I this this is a great stepping stone, exactly. but I really want to do something different. I, I can do more. That's and that's what took you into Sharpstown. To Sharp, yeah. yeah. That's, and that's how was that? What was that like? That feel good. It's better than my garage. You yeah. go out to flea market. You were working out of your garage too? Yes. <laughs> I have so many jobs. When it just came here, honestly, because I see money everywhere. Yeah. We almost work 15 to 18 hours a day. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, after the regular day, I work for the one lady called, his name is Bench, right? Mm -hmm. And nighttime, I work at home in the garage right. to create a jewelry so I can sell a flea market. <laughs> so I have basically two, two jobs. Right. So that's that the reason why I, I opened the shop at some time because in garage, this tub is harder because no AC uh -huh. and it's hot. Of right. course, Texas. I've been in Houston. You know, Houston, Texas is always, the summer is crazy hot. Right. That's why it make me thinking like open the shop in South time. I remember one time my car, when Hope and I, we first got married, my yeah. car, the air condition went broke and we were living in Dallas and it was like a whole month of a hundred degree weather. And I was like, I will work hard enough for sure to make sure Did I got air car. conditioning in my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, never again will that ever happen to me. That, that, was, that was when I was a young man as well. But yeah, uh, it, it's a motivator. You know, hopefully that's a good uh, motivator for kids. That's why I always, Tell, telling the kids is like, first of all, a lot of kids grow up in the American, that's a blessed already. Yeah. That's already blessed to be in the freedom country, you mm -hmm. know? And then, uh, because if they never been in different country like Vietnam or other, or other country, they don't know how blessed it is they don't American. recognize they, they do don't not recognize, recognize us, you know? that's a tough one man yeah, it's you know trying tough. to communicate and understand you know truly how blessed you know america is you know with freedom and choice and right. opportunity and, especially and you, opportunity there's really opportunity for everyone especially like i always tell most of the young coming up kid they ask me the same question i say if i can make it from the young kids from Vietnam have nothing, so your guy could make it. Mm -hmm. It's nothing so It's just work, opportunity, D and let me ask taste you, your dream. You, know? you speak English very well. Did you come here knowing how to speak English already? Not really. I, I studied, when I was in college, I studied English, mm -hmm. but of course, uh, I couldn't speak well at all mm -hmm. when I came here, especially in flea market. And you know, they do, they talk a lot of slang, Language. Mm -hmm. That's why I I brought in my brothers, and um, they went to Texas A&M, mm -hmm. and they they came every weekend. They came back to the shop and helped me. Mm -hmm. So they became a jeweler too. We have five brothers together. Oh wow! So we all. So I brought them in. You know what I'm saying? One of my brothers from Florida, he uh, he was doing nail. Mm -hmm. So I told him like he visits us when we came here. So I asked him came and help me especially the shop because I couldn't communicate well you know with the customers mm -hmm. and that's how this well started. the practice makes perfect you don't have that problem <laughs> anymore I could no. I can tell you that so let me ask you do you I mean so, so you moved into Sharpstown mm -hmm. and how long were you in Sharpstown a couple of years mm -hmm. I mean I'm still in Sharpstown until now oh, okay yeah but uh, when I started in Sharpstown it says Sharpstown is so big 
but I couldn't afford a big shot. So I put real small corner, mm-hmm. 400 square feet, all the way to the back because they, they gave me a rent only like 500 bucks per month. Mm-hmm. Because it's all the way in the back of South Town, nobody knows. Right, yeah. <laughs> you can't even find a shop. Right. But um, when I came there, my main thing is just for the space, better than the garage. Air conditioning. Yeah, air conditioning, <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah. So I, I didn't think that I could be able to make it a lot of business over there, mm-hmm. right? So, but. I'm always was surprised because I, the way I work, I love to make jewelry. Mm-hmm. I make the people, I make much more than people pay me. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, the solder is only $3. I not only solder the necklace, I clean it for them, make it like new. Regular jewelry shop, they charge like $25, $30. I only charge $3. Mm-hmm. Instead of just one solder, and then just the, I love, so the the jeweler so much that make to print a lot of they make a lot mm-hmm. of customer you know right printing a lot of and so there at your shop how did you how did you go from that shop to being the king of bling like what happened uh, the couple of transactions happened during my life mm-hmm. the good thing when it was in flea market i do a lot of name play Okay. So I started cutting the nameplate. Uh, nameplate, it just would but, say. Uh, a lot of Spanish mm-hmm. people, they wear a lot of like Maria, Jose nameplate. Mm-hmm. So when I just started, I draw very nice. I cut and do so many nameplates. Mm-hmm. So I'm get well known in mm-hmm. Flemish about making nameplates. Right. And then when I came to South Tau, I, start, I started to do the gold cap for the dentist. Mm-hmm. And then um, because the dentist, they only make a solid gold. You know, gold, the gold has been in the market for hundreds of years. Right. Back then, people get a solid, solid grill. Mm-hmm. And then I have a dentist went to me and asked me to put a diamond on the top of gold. So I, I'm looking and say, oh, I, so I can think, I think I can make the gold too instead of just set a diamond. So that's how I started with the gold mm-hmm. teeth. Ah. But the goatees is one of the second thing that make my name getting blow up and a lot of people know. Uh-huh. Not only because of goatee, because of diamond set to put on the goatee. You know, back then, not a lot. Never, people never ever think about put diamond on the teeth. Right. You know, so I'm thinking like I create a prong setting, channel setting. Like basically, I create different look on the teeth. Right. Make it so more popular. Right. And plus, I do a lot of promotion in the club. Uh, I started with Power. Power was kind of my partner. Mm-hmm. When I was like, I went to uh, the the club. Mm-hmm. Nighttime, we went to the club. Promotion. Paul used to be a DJ. Okay. So I get together with Paul, and then we start doing like he pass out the fly, promoting the club. So we bring more local artists. Right. Right. That's how I started with the artists. You know. And and that and so that's how you got more into the music industry right. is collaborating, finding a partner or somebody that that had a little bit more better ties, exactly. and right. working and collaborating with him to get in the in the music video. That's right. the reason why. So that's why you do set a lot of music, old music videos. I always been into there uh-huh. from like This Is Mafias, Nelly, the Grill songs. A lot of uh, DJ Khaled's video, 
like the old as back then, you know, that's why I did. I collaborate with them and they put me on the music video. So that's one of the promotion I have. Uh-huh. And and that was a break. Yeah. That was a big break. Exactly. Did you did you see a transition or an acceptance overnight or did you still tr have to hustle that? You have to hustle. Is it honestly not it, it nothing happened overnight. I've been working hard for years. Mm -hmm. Of course from beginning even now we have like you see we have one of the biggest shop uh, but I still had to put a lot of energy because to keep up mm -hmm. right now is totally different uh, production mm -hmm. different jewelers uh, we have to use a lot of high technology like software mm -hmm. like 3d printing even the casting mm -hmm. so um, compared with the production I do now with back then like a hundred times more productive wow. faster much better so you've got a 3d printer I have a, I invested a lot of money on 3D printer. Not only that, about the main thing I invest on the software so they can design the jewelry. Mm -hmm. In compared to back then, I I did everything by hand. Right. Everything handcraft. So it take me like, I remember the scoring the all the one cut make rings took me like a whole one or two weeks. Right. So right now we just design and casting and finish in a few days. <laughs> You know? it's, it's all about time. I mean, even even mm -hmm. in my other business, if we can take time and shrink it, yeah. then you've got it. Then you got a winner because then you can be more productive. And but also you have to keep up, mm -hmm. not only take time, but you have to keep up uh, because uh, I never feel like comfortable because I make it. I already got money I make. I never I feel the same hustle away like just when I just came. Mm -hmm. I still work a lot. I still travel right now mm -hmm. and always like we go to the jewelry show. Like all the business we have a jewelry like the, the show so they can display all the high new technology and high new equipment come yeah. out. So we have to adapt with it. Invest money. Right. But sometimes it's just uh, invest money on the machine it not always wins. It's a, it's a risk too. Mm -hmm. Last year I spent 200000 for two machines. I couldn't use at all. <laughs> couldn't use at all. That's because it's so, it's new came out and then I tried to be a first to got that 3D print. Right. And then the, the, the wax material, they make it, it could not use for the jewelry. Uh -huh. the, the product, the casting didn't come out well, like mm -hmm. proxies. Mm -hmm. And they they didn't even take the machine back. <laughs> so it's trial and error. Yeah. You you think yes. that hey this might work. You invest a little yeah. bit, and sometimes it does, and sometimes it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. Like the laser machine, I spent hundred thousand for laser machine, it worked very well. Uh huh. It's perfect. And the latest three D wax machine that came out very, they just came out with the ver new versions, so they work now. Mm hmm. Is so, there is there a particular tool that you really like that you're using now in your business that you're like, wow, man, this really changed or made an improvement or quality just went through, you mm. know, took a step up. Is there, is there a certain technology that you're applying that, yeah, I do a that lot. separates you from the rest? A lot. You know, if I got to change, I can show you in the back production, the microscope, like for instance, setting diamond. Mm -hmm. I used to set the diamond by my regular naked eye. Mm. 
but now we use microscope they can blow it up like 60 times mm -hmm. so I, I invest all that microscope for all my diamond setters mm -hmm. uh, the 3d printing like I told you uh, they come out with the prong perfect precise so every dice every diamond is flat and nice nice and smooth there's no I guess on the grills for your lip it doesn't feel all bumpy in bumpy there it's nice right. and smooth yeah especially a grill we do a lot of we still do a lot of handset but with the technology like we cut the diamond curve with a teeth mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's, it's is there a favorite piece that that you like to make like it never gets old like you like making uh, chains or bracelets or grills is there a certain or watches is there something that like I just I have to make those um cut to make cut to make it is something that I always uh, love it try to make it just I don't know if you've seen the Godzilla I just make a couple of weeks ago because custom P is not something that we make one and sell hundred a thousand of them mm. It's a cut to make it have a different look, right. different creation, different thing I had to think of. Right. That make me like always interested in making cutter. Fresh. Just fresh. Where, Every piece come, come out different. Look. That Godzilla piece is ridiculous. I mean, was that something that, that you just came up with and said, you know what, I want to test myself? Uh, honestly, I have an opportunity from uh, Warner Bros. You know, big shout out to them. They reach out to me and they want to make a piece. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the picture, I, I, I'm a big fan of Godzilla movie, you know, because it been it, Asian. I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. And then uh, I say, oh, yeah, this is a big chance for me to do it. And I love to do something, create yeah. something big. So I took the order and make it. It's, it's, it's a little bit tough for beginning because uh, we have to draw details, you know, in the back. The new Godzilla, they make more crazy than, yeah. you know, King of Monsters. So they do a little bit more crazy than the, the old style. Right. So finally we finished it. It came out very nice. And then they took out like almost 9,000 9, 9, diamonds. 9,000 diamonds? 8,500 diamonds. Especially uh, it was rust to beat the deal day. The last couple of days before we finished the piece, we... we we had to work like 36 hours. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Just, just to finish that on time. Oh my goodness. And you had a, probably a pretty big team on that one as well. Right, right. I had a big team. Shout out to my team. I have a, from beginning design until the 3D wax casting, setting diamond, mm -hmm. and rhodium polishing every single step. They have different group to involve, to right. be involved, to do it, to right. finish it. You know, one thing that, that I'm aware of that maybe our viewers are not aware of is that you give back. Mm. I mean, it's not just, uh, you're very appreciative of the success that you've had and you give back to the Houston community. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the, you know, interactions that you're um, having and, yeah, and we charities have a, that you work Because with? I feel, you know, when I was in Vietnam, when I was so poor, I received every single gift so Christmas or uh, sometime my relative came here from Vietnam came from America they, they brought for us just a gum mm -hmm. we are so happy they brought us the old suit the used pants, used clothes so those are the ones we are so excited 
when we receive it. Mm -hmm. So we know the value is so big. So I feel like right now I have opportunity to make money. I need to bless those people who we need it because I know how tough mm -hmm. and how big, even let's say $100 to us is no big, but to them it's real, real huge. I know the value is so much bigger mm -hmm. than when they receive it. So that's why five years ago, I created called the Jonathan Charity. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing is um, I put all my my money out for the expense. Mm -hmm. And then the first couple of years, we did coffee. I actually, we do golf. Mm -hmm. So I collect all my friends to play golf. So whatever they donate, I use as money to give back to the poor, to need, people need it, especially the group. In Vietnam, I got a group of the people who got the leprosy decrease, mm -hmm. uh, disease. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know if you know about that disease. The, the leprosy. Leprosy, yeah. like mm -hmm. they're losing finger, yeah. hand. So they bad. I, I went there two times to visit them. They, they live in all the way, still living all the way in the forest, like far mm -hmm. from the village. Right. So I went there a couple of times, visited them. So I give them money every year. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, but uh, you know, to bless, to hopefully bring them the happiness. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I bet you that was very, or is very impactful to them, well, you know, yeah, to, to help, help their situation. Yeah, yes. So last, this year, we, uh, the last two years, I did a coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, like just um, a few weeks ago, I did, uh, we got a whole team, my friends, my team get together. They, we cook about almost 3,000 pounds profits. <laughs> a lot of work. So I had a whole of my friends, they, they're happy and they all donate their times, you know, to cook, clean, set up the whole event. And y'all do that they here? Very well. Y'all do that here at the yeah. headquarters? Yeah, right here at my shop. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Yeah, so. That's wonderful. Yeah. What else do you like to do? Is there anything outside of jewelry that you like to, to invest your time in? Or are you just so busy? Honestly, I'm, I'm, I've been so busy right now. I just try to make a little bit more time for my family. That's mm -hmm. the main thing I love to, to do. Mm -hmm. I got a uh, shout out to my wife. She take care of my kids very well. You know, I have two kids. Right. You know, and then uh, that's, that's the best thing we, especially now, summer. Mm -hmm. So I want to spend a little time on vacation yeah, yeah, and just keep doing my business because that's, that's what I love to do. You know, I, I saw something the other day mm -hmm. and it said that there is now a Mrs. Dang jewelry line. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. My wife has her own collection. Uh -huh. It's called uh, Fascinos. So she and her sisters, she, they, they love jewelry too. They, they got some creation. Of course, I'm manufactured by me, right. so they just come out with the idea and design. So if you walk to my showroom, mm -hmm. you look on the right-hand side, I have a force okay. That's my wife's collection, Cafecino. So they, that's more, because I'm, I'm do a lot of men jewelry. Uh -huh. I do a lot of big, big piece. Yeah. So my wife likes, let me create some piece of jewelry for women. Yeah, for the for ladies. Girls, for ladies. Right. That's what she came out for a couple of, She's been, been in business for a few years. That's, that's She's doing good. well, you know. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> now she can help you out. Exactly. A little bit. Pay the bill. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so it's truly a family business. It sounds like, you know, your family as well as yourself has really grown an mm -hmm. empire 
for yeah because for uh, beginning like it's just like not only me my whole families my my dad used to be a uh, jewelers my mom so when I came here my brother Kevin and Jimmy they have a lot we all work together mm -hmm. you know like a family business right and then step it up mm -hmm. you know we can have in the middle we just step it up a lot right yeah you stepped it you you uh went full throttle with it yeah you stepped it up quite a bit yeah. well thank you so much i greatly appreciate your time that that you yeah. spent with me and sharing with our audience today yeah. and uh, we definitely want to make people aware of where your shop is so if they are looking for some fine jewelry or possibly a grill for for the for your teeth where exactly. can they find look, you look at, at me at uh, we have a two shops right now one right here c224 richmond avenues um right richmond and fighting view my original shop tower i still love it like 253 shop tower right at the uh, bell and 59 so if you need any custom jewelry also i've been teaching a lot of people to make jewelry too honestly so if you're looking for looking for the job through them, I said that for the last year, I trained 10 people so far. Oh, wow. I trained from fresh. If you wanted to be a jeweler, uh, if you really want to just get in here, I wow. train it. That uh, is exciting news. You know, one other thing is, is that your website right. is incredible. And it shows all the different types of right, pieces. Right, but I've been selling a lot of pieces and necklace and grill on my website, tvjourney.net. So, Check it out, tvjourney.net. That uh, all my Instagram, in my I do a lot of live uh, posts on my Instagram, Johnny Dang and Co. You know, like you look at the screen, Johnny Dang and Co. Yeah. Follow me. Fantastic. Thank you, friends. I greatly appreciate y'all tuning in. Yeah. Please look up Johnny Dang and Co. And yeah. uh, like, follow, share, and subscribe. And again, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Appreciate Great to us. see you. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right, friends, y'all have a fantastic week. And until next week, y'all have a fantastic time.